Welcome to Queen C Podcast. This is Mila. And this is Uri. And, and let's get ready to sip on this hot tea. Girl, what went on this week? So, um, not too much. It's just been working. It's been really busy. Um, everybody's getting off from vacations. And, yeah, I know, you know I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're coming to do what they need to do. So, we've been really busy at my job. Um, I'm starting to get my life back together. You good, know, getting good. back in the gym. All right. I hear um, you. I started my first day of couponing. Okay. I want to start getting oh. into that world. How did that go? It went pretty good for my first time. I probably spent more money than extreme couponers do. They probably look at what I spend in. Yeah. You know. And laugh. And laugh. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to learn. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. But I think I did really good. Um, I saved over half. Half um, of what you spent? Or what, or what I usually would have spent. Okay. All the amount of stuff that I got. And you get better. You yeah. know, once you get into all those forums and the things like that, and mm-hmm. people give advice and tips and stuff, you'll get better along the way. Yeah, learning how to, like, double save. Because that's where they usually spend their money. Is, I mean, save their money. Um, from the You know, as I'm learning the research that I'm doing, it's like they double it. So that's how they save their money. Gotcha. Um, but... I think I'm doing pretty good. Okay. So that's what I've been focusing on better in my life before okay. 2019. Because <laughs> I really don't have New Year's resolutions. Um, I just try to better my life as it goes. I don't feel okay. like you should wait gotcha. to the beginning of the year. No, <laughs> I don't do the beginning of the year, but I do do my birthday. Like, that's my start of the year is mm-hmm. my birthday. I think I do that too. Like, I'm turning another year. I need mm-hmm. to turn it up another Exactly. Life. So I think that's really what it is. And with couponing, it's like about financial things and I'm trying to get better okay with that you know getting older is so much more I have to think about as far as my financial state so okay that's what I'm getting to what about you how was your week I went on the cruise I went to um Amber Cove um Amber Cove to me was like a uh fair Mm-hmm. A fair on an island. Mm-hmm. I didn't too much care for that. It was <laughs> it was too commercial for me. And then too went touristy. yeah, and then went to the Bahamas and went to Grand Turk. Grand Turk is beautiful. Like mm-hmm. the water is breathtaking. Mm-hmm. But um, the cruise unchanged since the last time I went on a cruise um about a couple years ago. Boy, they nickel and dime you for everything now. Like all the little stuff is ridiculous. Yeah, you you know you already have to pay for the gratuities and everything, mm-hmm. but the parking I feel like it went up. Like I was probably the most surprised with the parking when we got <laughs> back, and they told me it was gonna be a hundred and nineteen dollars. I thought I about flipped my wig because <laughs> I was like, "What? What you mean a hundred nineteen dollars?" But um, overall it was a beautiful cruise. It was mm-hmm. good. We took our son, and he enjoyed it. I think it was too much luxury overload for him because <laughs> he he uh he was like, "I can't wait to cook my own food." <laughs> But overall, though, it was a it was a really good cruise. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Loved it, though. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you guys had a great time. Mm-hmm. It's always good to get away. Yeah, always. <laughs> I'm ready for my next one. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been going on? I heard when I got back, though, mm-hmm. it was like stuff popping off. And I was like, what? Let me talk to Mila and see what's going on in the world. So what happened in social media news while I was gone? What's pieces? So I'm not going to do too much uh, because... The subject I'm going to talk about is okay. very uh, draining. <laughs> uh, that's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first thing I'm going to talk about is uh, our old friend who in the black community, Kanye who? West. 
Yeah, I did see a couple of little hats running around here, <laughs> wire his mouth shut. I was like, what are he done saying now? <clears throat> so, I'm going to say about a week and a half ago, he was on SNL. He did a skit and he performed. The performance was trash. Okay. So, what did he, what did he perform, you know? That new song he has with Lil Pump. Uh, mm-hmm. Over my head, next. Uh... <laughs> She's such a fucking hoe. I love it. Mm, no? Like I said, over my head. Well, that, that song. <laughs> they performed that and it just it was bad. And then after that, you know how they end the show um, and, you know, thank the cast and all of that. He okay. decided to lecture everybody and say that he's been being bullied. Really? Because he wears his Make, a, Make America Great Again hat. And that the people backstage was bullying him. His friends bully him. And uh, that he's going to just... That the hat gives him power. His friends bully him? Uh, I don't know who Kanye's friends Look, at exactly. this point. You might need to reevaluate those things <laughs> if your friends are bullying you. But, uh, yeah, that... And then, on top of that, he goes to the White House. Okay. And amongst all of the other foolery he was saying, he states that Trump is like a father figure to him. What? A father figure? That's why he. That's why he likes Trump. He said he loves Trump because Get the hell out of here. His parents got separated when he was a child, so he did not have that male energy in the home. So out of all these black men running around here, these strong black. I mean, Obama. Obama just got men. He just, I mean, Obama, I mean, he, he chose just, Trump. He chose Trump. I, See, y'all, this is where Trump, I say people, he's a little touched <laughs> in my category. Because <laughs> I'm just like, what? But this, can we just understand that Trump is the same person who said that he would fuck his daughter if it wasn't his daughter? <gasps> Are we going to forget about that? That's the father figure. Wow. The man with two daughters. Kanye has two daughters, but this is the man that you say. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm done. At, at, at this point, I think this is this may be our first and last time talking about Kanye because I feel like <laughs> this this has so to be the biggest. I mean, because this has to be the biggest publicity stunt ever. That's another thing. I do think about that part. Like maybe he does things to get because you know how they always say um, any kind of notice is good notice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's bad or any publicity, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so maybe he look at it that way because he all I do put him in a genius category. I do. Why? Why? Because he do know how to manipulate things Anybody, to I, get. I thought you all know how to do look, that. As they're geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> I said it become. I said it become an adult. But um, he knows how to manipulate the system to get what he want. What does he want? He want everybody talking about him. You say he got a new album out. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, so whether we talking good about him or talking bad about him, I ain't listen to that shit, and I'm not gonna listen to that. But shit. other people are. They're like, "Oh, what did he say? Man. What did he play on SNL? You know, all that kind of stuff." And they go and listen, which brings him income. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all gotta stop. The, and this is the same thing that we did that we're doing with Bill Cosby. Stop associating the artists to their art. They are people. And outside of their artwork, mm-hmm. they have a personal life. They, they're going to show something different on their artwork than they are in their personal, in their personal life. Kanye is no longer 
college dropout Kanye, okay? No, I do agree Everybody with that. listen to me. Kanye <laughs> is no longer college dropout Kanye. Okay? I know what he did for y'all and y'all follow him. Y'all love him. He's a legend in y'all eyes. I get all that. But what we are not going to do is sit here and say that Kanye West is, is still within that same realm. No, he is not. He is not for you. He is not for your children. He is not for your future. He does not care about you anymore. Yeah. So I, I want everybody to get that in their heads because I'm tired of hearing, oh, well, Kanye, we got to save the legend. He's not worried about y'all. He don't care. Yeah. If he cared about y'all, the stuff that he's doing, he would think about it. Yeah, it's all about Kanye now. It's the Kanye show. <laughs> we the audience. <laughs> Now these people see that Kanye is here, so they mm-hmm. feel like, oh, Kanye is okay with yeah. it. So we can keep doing what we're doing. No. Yeah. And no. I do agree that he's, I saw somewhere that he's a token. Yes, yeah. I do agree. He has, he has, he has gotten that uh, along with Stacey Dash. Yeah. And Omarosa. Yeah. I don't care about that book she put out. Uh, But along with them. Mm-hmm. That they're oh, but we have black people on our side, black know. celebrities on our side. It's, it's a lot of black people that are on the Trump side. Yeah, whatever. But when they see black celebrities backing them, they feel like they have oh, they have to go mm-hmm. the green light mm-hmm. to just do all the fuck shit that they do. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this may be the first and last time of us speaking about Kanye. Uh, y'all see, I really don't post a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Queen C page when it comes to Kanye. Mm-hmm. I'm not I don't want to give him no shine. Yeah, exactly. He needs help. Point blank period. He yeah. needs help. And until somebody who says that they love him gets him that help mm-hmm. that he needs. Because at this point I don't think he's processed it can, he cannot be processing his thoughts all the way before mm-hmm. he says them and and puts them out in the universe. He can't. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just no way that this black man who grew up in Chicago, who understands what black people go through, mm-hmm. has got on stage black uh, and, and, and stated things that George Bush don't care about black people on national TV. Mm-hmm. It, it went live. It was a live show. That's yeah. why it wasn't edited. So... That same Kanye no longer exists, and I just want everybody to get that. Did you say something about he? Uh, he's kind of moving back to Chicago. Yeah, that's that's what he states that he he's moving back to Chicago and he's not leaving. Hmm. I guess to get the the neighborhood together, but I, I don't know. I believe when I see it. <laughs> okay, what was the yeah, next social media? Yeah, because I'm done. It's <laughs> enough about him. <laughs> anyway. So, so what else happened in the social media news? Uh, next thing we're gonna talk about, uh, good old Pooch Hall. Pooch Hall, <laughs> not the game guy. Yes, from the game. If everybody doesn't know about the game, it used to be a show on uh, UPN. It got dropped from UPN, and BT picked it up. Um, it was a show about football players mm-hmm. and their personal lives, yeah, and all of that stuff. Um, but he was pow, on- pow. Oh, I'm sorry, I had to do that. <laughs> news that has been circulating Mm -hmm. he was arrested uh for allegedly letting his two-year-old drive him while drunk really yes allegedly two two. not not 16 not no 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 no. 
Two years old. <laughs> Can't barely tall, potty train, two. Yeah. Two. Mm-hmm. So, uh, allegedly, the witness were saying that they called the police because they saw the two-year-old on his lap mm-hmm. steering the wheel. Unfortunately, there was a wreck. It, uh, from what I understand, the wreck was not that bad. Okay. Um, well, that's but a good thing. The, the two-year-old did veer off the road a little bit and uh, hit a parked car. I, I don't want to... speechless. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say the wrong thing because, again, I, I do not have children. What was he drinking? That's that's probably the first I'm not question. sure, but the articles say that he was three times over the limit. Yeah, because all, all logic and... I just, I just don't know. The process just went out the window. That you let your two-year-old. I just don't know where that's okay. I don't even know where that's okay to have your two-year-old in the car when you're drunk. Yeah. Let alone let them sit on your lap and drive. So he has uh, been charged uh, with a DUI and felony uh, child endangerment. And I feel like that's right. Mm -hmm. Um, They did, you know, give his wife that they, you know... Gave custody to the wife. Okay. Um, oh, because he's married? Mm-hmm, okay. He is married. So when they arrested him, of course, CPS had to come. And, okay. Gotcha. But they did give the child back to the mother, um, which I'm glad that they didn't punish the mother based on yeah. the father's Cause she, action. Because she wasn't there yet. I, and I'm pretty sure she didn't know that was happening because yeah. I'm pretty sure if she knew, the baby wouldn't have gotten caught. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just... We got to think. We got to think. Again, like, there's something going on there. Yeah. Seek help. Yeah. Because at that point, it's, it's, that was that was a lot <laughs> for you to put your two-year-old. Well, look, was he only drinking? Was he sure he wasn't pills <laughs> or Molly's? Or, I mean, for your, for your mind frame sorry, to be it's not for totally you. out of <laughs> that you put your two-year-old and think you about to get somewhere. My two-year-old? I'm sorry, y'all. I know it's not funny. I know it's not a funny situation, but... Like, come on. Uh, like anyway. I always say, you can't make this shit up if you try. Like, I, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> I hope that he honestly uh, seeks help. Mm-hmm. Um, is he, Where is he at? In Atlanta or L.A.? Or? I'm not sure. I'm not sure where he, I'm pretty sure he's in L.A. Um, but I, I'm hoping he seeks help because that's a bit of a problem. For you to endanger your own child's life um, in that manner. Um, so I hope he gets the help that he needs. And I hope uh, that him and his family are able to work everything out. On to other news. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, white people not minding their business. <laughs> <laughs> so um, two things I'm going to bring up. Uh, a lady harasses a black resident. Um her name is Hillary Brooke. Okay. Um, I got this video from the Savoy show on Instagram. So um, what the video shows is the lady blocking a black man from entering his own building. Okay. Um, she acts like she's security yeah. or property management. Um, so she's at the doorway and she's blocking him. From getting in. Apparently, she was walking outside to okay. go walk her dog. And I guess he walked up. And instead of having to, you know, use his key, key card, key card mm-hmm. the door is already open. Mm-hmm. So, he attempts to walk in. And okay. she blocks the door. Okay. So, he's, like, trying to reason with her, whatever the case may be. And, after, and she still won't move. So, after a while, he just moves out of the way. 
Like, he doesn't physically harm her, but he just walks, you know, through mm-hmm. her. So, from there, she follows the man to his apartment building. Mm. That is harassment. Yeah. You have no authority to do that. And you need to mind your business. Who are you? Y'all, I mean, like, honestly, like, at this point, it's getting to, it's getting to the point where we need to start calling police. They call police on us all the time. We need to start doing it back. And I understand, you know, the hesitance of when the police get there, they might not be on your side. They may be on their side, but you never know. You just might run into a good situation. I have seen some good situations pan out when the police get there and, and the white person is lying. Yeah. Um. So it, it may not always be the case where your life may be in danger, but of course that's just something that we have to think about. So take it into caution, but I do feel like in that situation, he should have called the police on her because she could have easily, uh, I'm glad he recorded it, Yeah. but she could have easily, you know, caught police on him and said yeah, that somebody was breaking arrive. in exactly. and you know, all of that stuff. So I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad that he was recording it, but I really hope that the next time he um, calls the police. But anyway, I'm glad he uh, got home safely. Yeah. Um, but, and he showed her that he lived there. Honestly, he didn't have to show her. He didn't her. have to. Because I was like, excuse me, just shut the door. I'll use my own key card and let me go inside. Exactly. But he just was like, I don't have to show you anything. And... And he don't. He doesn't. But for her to feel that entitled to um, feel like she can stop someone mm-hmm. or um, she can judge who comes in and out of the apartment. Um, you know, people, of course, have gotten a hold of her job and her job stated that, you know, they gave kind of a mixed uh, signal. They pretty much stated that uh, she was on her own personal time. She was not on company time, mm-hmm. uh, but they do not condone racism. So she is on administrative leave at this point until the end of the investigation. Um, so they are kind of taking steps about it, but they were kind of like, I guess, backing up. I guess, I don't know if they were trying to cover their ass or yeah. what, what they were and trying I guess to. that's another um, topic that we need to discuss later on in the shows of where do you draw the line of intertwining your business side and your personal side you know what I'm saying yeah because people do things in their personal side that you know may not be um a good fit business wise yeah where did the lines kind of cross yeah and where and should it cross you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. that's a good yeah that'd be a great topic um but yeah y'all just start taking back your your power and uh please stop allowing them to um follow you or make you feel like you have to prove something or get that comfortable where they they feel comfortable enough to follow you Mm -hmm. or stop you or stand in front of you or whatever the case may be because the day that a black person does that someone is yelling bloody murder yeah so um and and all white people don't do that um it was a white lady um i just want to interject this it was a white lady at a grocery store who interjected um, another older white woman pretty much harassing two Hispanic ladies who were speaking in Spanish. Yeah. And, um, she stopped her. She told her, she said, you're harassing them. She said, this is America. You don't have the right to harass them. And she said she was going to call the police if the lady didn't leave the store. Now, the, and I commend her for that. And I thank her for that. So it's not all white people, but it is a majority and it has to be stopped. Yeah. 
So we appreciate the ones who stand in and stop the madness. But for those who feel like they can call the police at any moment and or follow people or stop people from going somewhere like you're the police or security or wherever the case may be, mm-hmm. it, it has to stop. Um, the last thing I want to talk about, um, is something that might piss some of y'all off. I honestly don't care. Um, if I, if I just can be frank about it, I don't care. Um, the Me Too movement <laughs> has, uh, stolen, I'm, I'm going to say stolen because that's what they've done. Um, a lot of the Black Lives Matter, um, and Black people's, uh, symbolisms, um, for the movement, they are kneeling. Okay. What What are they kneeling for? Uh, for all of the people um, who are not going to jail, uh, I'm guessing for all of the rapes and the allegations and all of that stuff. Oh. So that's what they're really uh, okay. kneeling to. Okay. They're putting up their fist. Really. For the Me Too movement. But I just I just want to know where was all of this when Black Lives when people were just saying we just want to live yeah I just I just want to know yeah because when people were kneeling for we just want to live for our cause for our cause yeah nobody wanted to do it mm-hmm. it was and everybody was being reprimanded yeah <laughs> people were losing their jobs mm-hmm. but but for the Me Too movement it's okay no find your own stuff mm-hmm. find find something else for you so find some other symbolism for your movement yeah. Don't cop ours. Yeah. I'm so tired of y'all stealing stuff. Mm. Stop. Just stop it. <laughs> just, just stop. Mm-hmm. Like, find y'all own stuff. Mm-hmm. And it pisses me off. It really does. Mm-hmm. And like and that, like I said, what y'all might not agree with me. And at this point, I don't care. I'm so tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the fact that when we as black people or brown people stand up for something and we have a movement and we're fighting literally for our lives, mm-hmm. this is not hearsay. This is not, well, maybe he did it. Maybe he didn't. This is our children, our men, our women are dying. Mm-hmm. Just because people feel like they have the power to shoot a gun because they don't feel like dealing with that person or because they fear that person on that day. I just want to let let that sink in for a lot of y'all. That's what it purely is. People who are there to do a job and cannot properly do their job, so they just shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're literally asking, don't kill me. Yeah. And y'all protested against that. Y'all said blue lives matter. Yeah. But y'all have a Me Too movement, and y'all want to pump y'all fist. Y'all want to protest. Y'all want to kneel. Y'all okay <laughs> with getting arrested. Yeah. Y'all, that's okay. Yeah. Right? And I get it. I'm all for it. I'm all for all these men who have been raping women or mm-hmm. taking advantage of women going to jail. I'm for that. But find your own shit. Mm-hmm. Find your own shit. I agree. Be creative. Find your own shit. Because when it was for us, yeah. y'all won with yeah. Got And so I'm like, again, let me put this disclaimer out. It's not all of them. It's But it's a lot of them that's getting the media attention. Stop stealing our shit. I don't care what nobody got to say. Oh, but race shouldn't be a thing. You know, it shouldn't be black or white. It's never a thing until it deals with black people. Exactly. <laughs> 
We're an exception to the rule. I mean, I don't want to hear none of that. I, I don't. I don't care. I don't want to hear none of it. Stop doing it. It's an insult and it's a spin in our face. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and th- that's just me as a black woman knowing uh, what I stand for, mm-hmm. knowing what I deserve, knowing what my black people deserve, my brown people deserve. We are out here getting killed for nothing. We're out here being hung on trees like we're still in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that people are still getting hung on trees. Yeah. And the investigations are saying that these people hung themselves on trees. Yeah. Okay? Like, these investigations are being swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. So, as a black woman, I'm going to stand and say it needs to stop. I, I don't I don't have to have anybody else with me. Nobody has to agree with me. I don't care. It has to stop. So, for me, and I know for you, I know you feel mm-hmm. the same. As two black women, we understand our strength and our power. And I feel like from there, we just got to keep pushing against this, this copping of our our um movements and what we stand for in our protest stop doing it like i said to spin our face and i personally won't have it mm-hmm. so all right y'all <laughs> mila done popped out <laughs> so now our our topic for today is what defines a queen hmm. so we gonna sedge that into there um what defines a queen? Because I, I feel like it's overused. You go, you walk up to that dude and they always, queen this, queen that. But, hey, queen. Yeah, hey, queen. <laughs> but honestly, I don't think everybody's entitled to that, that label. I don't, I don't think they are. Um, I guess you could look at, it, look at it as that every black woman was born into this. It's a birthright mm-hmm. that they are a queen. Mm-hmm. Mm. I kind of beg to differ with that sometimes because I'm like, you got to display the characteristics of a queen in order to be called a queen. So what what do you think the characteristics are for you? For someone to qualify to be titled as queen, what is that for you? Confidence. Mm-hmm. One, confidence. Take care of her own. Self, self-knowledge of herself. Um being strong not necessarily physically or anything like that but mentally strong emotionally strong and i think us as a people in america have classified when when we are strong we don't break down no i was gonna i was gonna play that no no but to break break down Uh and to recognize that you break down and that you need help is a a sign of strength yes it is so um kanye yeah (laughs) Kanye's not a queen. <laughs> he acting like one. <laughs> but um, I think those are characteristics of a queen, and to handling your shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No matter what, no matter the situations that your life goes through or anything, um, you're able to handle it. You're able to look at things in perspective. You're able to delegate. Those are characteristics for me of a queen. Someone with poise mm-hmm. someone I, I hate to use this I'm um, say cliche poise. this cliche thing of like they say the, the freak in the bed and the the um lady, lady in the street you know you you know how to act in certain places you know what i'm saying you don't go buck wild in places that you shouldn't go back wild in and stuff i think those are characteristics to me as a queen what, what about you what do you think are some good characteristics of a queen um for me it's uh like you said, confidence. Mm-hmm. 
Um, knowing your self-worth. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of women don't know that. Um, loving yourself despite if you feel like you um, are being loved by the opposite sex or whatever you're attracted mm-hmm. to. Um, being able to love yourself first. Um, always striving to better yourself. Yeah. Um, is to me a very, very important qualification of a queen. Um, also... Um, Knowing, like you said, knowing your weaknesses, but knowing where you fall short and allowing people to help. Exactly. And like that's and wisdom. That's, that actually is hard for a lot of women because they think it's when, hard for me. They when they think of strength and strong, they think of I got to do all this by myself. Mm-hmm. And it's, that it's hard for me. A misconception. It, I think it, we to have. me it's it's hard for me because. Um, with black women and it, when it comes from like our perspective and how we um, move within the world, it's like if we complain about something, people are like, well, what are you we complaining look, yeah, about? Yeah, we look at it as weak. Yeah. Or it's, or it's uh, our feelings are uh, validated. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's like, it's, how do I say this? It's more like when we complain about something, it's like, oh, well, you should be grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you like? What are you complaining, what are you complaining about? about? Mm-hmm. Why are you being so emotional? Why are you? You know, it's it's never an embrace feeling that we feel even from other black women when we have something going on, or um, you know, or we feel strongly about something, or if our feelings are hurt, um, it's always like, oh, well, I didn't do nothing wrong, or you know, it's mm-hmm. it's always that. So I feel like that. Um, why it's hard for a lot of us to express hurt or express weakness or mm-hmm. express when we need help because we don't always receive positive feedback. I agree with that. So um, those are just a few of the qualities I think. But I also think it's important with this new queen movement, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. It's like loosely termed. But to me, if we call every woman a queen, mm-hmm. even though she's not showing those characteristics. characteristics of a queen, it makes her feel like, oh, I could, I, I am. Because like I said, a lot of women don't know their self-worth. That's true. And so, I, my husband, he actually does that. And that's his reasoning right there. He'll uh-huh. like, if someone crosses him wrong or something like that, you'll start hearing the word queen fly out of his mouth. Like, he'd be like, queen this, queen that, queen that. I'm just going to like... This chick ain't a queen, <laughs> but I. But in his mind, he's building her up. Like, let me let you know that even though you acting like this or saying things like that, you're still a queen. So that's why I asked: Is it a birthright? I think so. Do you think it's a birthright for Black women to be? I a think queen? so because, like I said, um, we've been and we're still um, not even within our emotions but mm-hmm. within our looks and confidence if you see what's going on lately women mm-hmm. are getting all of these botched surgeries yeah because the confidence isn't there yeah exactly. you know the the insecurity is at a high time low, a high time level um but at this point it's like everybody has insecurities yeah but at this point it's just becoming and i and i mean i guess social media does have a play into this mm-hmm. but it's just becoming to the point where everybody is unhappy. And uh, a lot of you guys might not know, but I work in the medical field. And I used to work um, 
at a plastic surgery home, like a recovery home for women oh. who got plastic surgery. Okay. And sometimes, like I said, it's just it's confidence and it's a lot of insecurity mm-hmm. and it's a lot of not knowing your worth. Um, all I'm going to say is a lot of women would be straight out of surgery, body hasn't even healed, and they're still unsatisfied. Because it's internal. It's internal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I saw white women go completely broke trying to get these surgeries. Mm-hmm. And it's just the priorities are out of order. And it's just, it's sad. Mm-hmm. It really is. But it's, it's like I said, it's social media. It's But it's also what we allow to be fed to us. Exactly. Because I know sometimes, you know, as a women, we have those body issues. But then if you look on social media, it's not just. You have to find other inspiration. Let me mm-hmm. put it like that. Because it's not just women in two pieces with butt shots and breast implants out here getting all the likes. Yeah. It's women on a whole other side of the, the Instagram mm-hmm. plus side. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, and they, and they look beautiful. Yeah. They I look amazing. And they wear because, what they like want. Because like you said, with confidence, you, I promise you, a little skinny woman can walk through the door. If she's not confident. Yeah. And having a bomb ass dress and a plus size woman walk through the door and got all the confidence in the world. I'm going to look at the plus size woman because she know, Mm -hmm. you know, in her heart Mm -hmm. that she looks good. Mm -hmm. You Confidence confidence sells everything. We got to, we're still for some reason letting the media make us feel like plus size is not inadequate. And Mm -hmm. and you know, a lot of businesses are coming around. They're including a lot more plus size models. They're making stuff a lot more plus size friendly that is cute Mm -hmm. and not ugly. Mm -hmm. Don't look like a curtain. (laughs) Off the window, <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, if you like, like I said, you just have to monitor who you follow. I follow a lot of plus size women. Yeah. I'm a plus size one woman myself, and I, I'm confident um in a lot of ways. And so, I mean, I have my insecurities yeah. too. But I gotta understand, like nobody's gonna love me the way I love exactly. me. Exactly, it's a bigger picture there. <laughs> Nobody is gonna honestly. No one can ever love me the way I love me. I'm with me 24-7. Mm-hmm. I can't get out my skin. This is the skin I'm in. And, of course, you know, you make changes where you want to make changes. But whether you make it naturally or mm-hmm. whether you go get surgery, that's totally up to you. Mm-hmm. But please be safe if you go get surgery. Make sure you research your doctor. Make sure you pay um, the money you need to pay. And if you can't afford it at the time, just wait. Just wait, yeah. Um, but I, I do think it's a birthright, and I do think it has helped a lot of women. If you think about it, since, like, a lot of the um, queen, like, term has come out, mm-hmm. black women have been killing the game in entrepreneurship. Yeah. They understand their value, and they understand mm-hmm. their worth. And it's a lot of people who come from the world of prostitution or stripping mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, And they are entrepreneurs at this point like they they have made a name for themselves they took the money that they made mm-hmm. with it with that you know industry they either put it back into the industry where they own a company mm-hmm. or they do something totally different now um so mm-hmm. so do you think white women are should be called queen <laughs> well Zuri, you know me <laughs> what do you think Zuri? <laughs> guess the answer is no <laughs> But honestly, in, in my and I'm 36. I've never, besides Queen Elizabeth, I've never heard a white woman be called queen. I just haven't. That's just in my little lifetime. Span. Well, you know they they still. 
<laughs> I I guess that's no. <laughs> yep, yeah, we're just gonna go. We're, gonna leave, we're gonna leave that alone. Um, um, because it's not to say that white women are not don't exude those qualities. Those qualities, but what more do you need than white privilege? Yeah, exactly. To make you feel superior. I agree. What more do you need? <laughs> I agree. Anyway, um, yeah, so I I feel like um, if we start using the term more, like, I, I feel like we should... It's, As endearment. Yeah, yeah, like, even a little black girls, like, coming up, um, being proud, dark-skinned, mm-hmm. and black was just... It wasn't there. Yeah. You know, I didn't get showed the same love that the light-skinned girls got showed mm-hmm. and um, all of that stuff. Now, I don't hate light-skinned women or anything mm-hmm. like that. I don't have that type of that color, feeling. Yeah. I don't have that. Color struck, as I'm I used not, to say back in the day. <laughs> and I and I never <laughs> took that to... I, I mean, I came to the understanding that it's not them. Mm-hmm. It's not the light-skinned person. Yeah. It's society has placed has them. Play, and, and that's what you know I can't um hate someone for the experience that they're having but as long as they can understand that that is kind of a privilege then okay cool but I can't fault anyone for their skin tone or the yeah. way that they're treated so yeah, I never took that into my adulthood and be like oh I hate that he likes skin mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't do all of that but um it is the the queen term is making little girls be proud of their black yeah. skin and their hair mm-hmm. and they're wanting to wear their hair more. When not we were coming out, we hated wearing our hair. We did. We hated it. Like really? yes. I remember as a child, um, like during the summer, my mom would put my hair in braids. Uh-huh. That's when I felt the most confident. And I remember one time, like they were <laughs> they were getting old, but I didn't want to take them out. And my cousin made me take them out, and I cried. Oh goodness! It's because I didn't want my real hair out. I cried. I boohooed. <laughs> <laughs> now y'all have long thick hair. I have nothing to be ashamed about, but because that wasn't as embraced mm-hmm, as it is now, as it is now, like perms and. Uh, I was getting my hair shamed by hair comb, by a hot comb. You know, Ooh. I grew up in the nineties. Girl, so. get that started. <laughs> I grew up in the nineties, so that's the experience that I had. It was, you know, natural hair was just not it. If you had natural hair, your hair was snappy. You don't take care of it. You don't comb it. When we all know now that's mm-hmm. not what it is. But I do believe that this queen movement is positive, and I understand what you're saying. Like women who don't exude those qualities, <laughs> but I do feel like when you start calling someone a queen. Like you plant the seed. You plant the seed. Yeah. I can see that viewpoint. I really can. Yeah. So I feel like it should continue. And like I said, we should just, you know, keep embracing, especially our young little girls, like calling them beautiful and queens and, um, you know, keep showing them that love. And I feel like this next generation coming up, you ain't going to tell them nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Like they fly, they cute, they Mm -hmm. dress nice, their hair is good. They, I mean, I just. Like, we've made so much progress, and I just hope it sticks. I really do. I'm mm-hmm. excited for the next generation and the positivity and the confidence and the knowledge and the awareness yeah. that they will have exactly. growing up. And that's why I was so happy when um the Black Girls Rocks, um that, sh- that show that comes on every mm-hmm. year, I'm glad it stuck. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it just wasn't a one-time thing, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they pushed it by the wayside. I'm glad it actually stuck, and they each year they come out with something bigger and better, and they mm-hmm. recognize um, little girls in the community that have done things. I, I think that's a really good, positive movement that they have done. Um, but as we move on... Now it's time for this week's 
Black Business Shadow. Um, I'm going to recognize another queen that's in our community in Atlanta, Georgia. Her name is um, Angel Horton, and she's a real estate agent. And I want to recognize Angel because she does, to me, she does things that other agents don't just do. She's very community-based. And if you're looking for someone to sell your house or buy your house and as a go-getter has a beautiful spirit, because I know sometimes real estate agents, um, they can get kind of on this tip thing, but she was very easy to talk to when I met her. I actually met her through a... um a meetup group and she was uh, advertising her services and things of that nature but she's really really um connected with the community she even did a video where she was challenging people to pick up trash on the roads and she would go with them to pick up trash in the Decatur area and things of that nature because she said she'd like her house to be clean so she also wants a place where her where she live to be clean mm -hmm. so um, I actually commend her for that, but her name is Angel Horton, and she's also on Instagram under youragent underscore angel. Her office number is 404-564-5560, and she's available, if, like I said, if you need um, to buy your buy a house or sell a home. She has beautiful and gorgeous homes that she um, has a uh, market for, um, and also she does classes. She oh, does, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. She does classes on how to get approved for loans, um, house buying education. Yeah, I bought my house in 2014, and I kid you not, like, things that I didn't know, you know, just going into the blind pretty much, um, you can learn things. And there's a lot of stuff people don't tell you. And we got to educate each other. And she does a very good job of doing that, of reaching out to people and education and things of that nature. But so if you need someone to... Um, help you get a home. Her name is Angel Horton. And like I said, look her up on Instagram at your agent underscore angel and reach out to her. Like I said, she's a very good, easy person to talk to down to earth and she's a real estate agent. So reach out and connect with Angel. Next, <laughs> um, going to the queen nook filled with money saving, money making tips. Um, today we're going to do money saving. I don't know, um, Mila, have you heard of, like, the different pantries whenever, um, pantries in different counties and things of that nature? I've heard of the pantries, but... What, what's your perception of a pantry? From what I understand, when you go to a food pantry, you kind of have to, like, fill out a form uh, about, like, what your household needs and what you make and stuff income. like that. Mm -mm, type girl. of thing uh they they want i guess like we were talking about the scamming yeah so they want to make sure you really need the help mm -mm. type of deal girl what i'm used to uh-uh it's i uh i think i pride myself on finding little nicks and crannies of the community so i have found this pantry um in conyers uh, it's called Extra Mile Food Pantry. And what you do, you pay $10 and they give you a buggy and you go around in their little warehouse and they literally, like, they give you so much food and they give you anywhere from sweets to fresh fruits and vegetables to breads to toiletries, all of those things. Like, when you come out, your buggy is literally running over wow. and all for $10. I, I've, I've brought my family down here from South Carolina. They don't care where you live. They just want your name and they just want the ten dollars. And you take your, like I said, take your little buggy in there and you you save them money because I know 
honey, my grocery bill can get up really quick in a month. So what I do is I'll go over there like maybe twice a month. That's twenty dollars. And I we can eat off of that food. Like I've literally had to come home and give stuff to neighbors because it'd be so much food. Well let me know where you go. You yeah. can give stuff to me. Like <laughs> <laughs> they are open on um Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays from nine to one. And I'm such an early bro. I always like to get there really early and get in line and stuff like that. But um Well then you can get the best stuff uh -huh. early. Yeah, but they have so much. They mm -hmm. have just so much. Like I've gotten jalapenos, I've chopped them up and canned them, like I and stuff like bananas and cabbage, I'll chop it up and I'll put it in the freezer for later a later date for meal preps mm -hmm. and things like that. But it does save you money um in the grocery bill. Um uh so what I wanna what I wanna ask y'all to do is for saving money on your grocery bill is look for pantries in your community and things of that nature to save money so you don't have to spend that enormous grocery bill every month. Um look for little ways like that and use your own discretion. I am gonna put that disclaimer out there. Some things are outdated, some things I have went to pantries where they give you a bunch of crap where they give you a bunch of sweets and candies and stuff like that that's why that's why i said i'm used to people saying stuff yeah i've never been to one yeah use your, use your own discretion y'all i do say that um they have gave candy and chips and stuff that'd be out of date just throw it away if you don't feel comfortable eating those kind of things just throw it away but like the fresh fruits and vegetables and the the um breads and things like that you know things that keep over a time period or whatever mm -hmm. I definitely recommend it. And the, the amount they give you, you can't eat it all. If You know, for a normal family, I have a family of three, but a normal family, what, a four or five or whatever, you can, you know, have something to eat on one week or two weeks. I got a family one. <laughs> help me. So, so you would definitely have way too much food. You'd be out here giving stuff out to neighbors and stuff. But, um, be um proactive, y'all, and look in your community of different pantries. And when I first moved down here to Georgia, I would go to um the Fats and I would ask them for their resource list. That's what it's called. It's called a resource list. And they would give you a bunch of different pantries that are in the community and in the area and stuff like that. And you just do your research. Pick and choose. Go there. See what they offer and that kind of thing. You just find the, the good ones that are out there. And it saves a whole lot on your grocery bill. So just letting y'all know. Oh, let me give you the if any of y'all are interested in the extra mile food pantry. It's on twelve um twelve hundred and three Royal Drive in Conyers, Georgia, three hundred and ninety four. And like I said, they're open on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday from nine to one nine to one o'clock for ten dollars. You can't beat it. So um that's dope. I like it. Yeah. Like I said, it probably won't benefit me because I'm a family of one. Look, like I said, you get some of your mama, get some of your friends, just pass it along. Because their their mission is to bless other people. They want you, they give you so much so you can bless other people. Oh, okay. And they want that community atmosphere to get okay. going. Okay. So do the do they ever donate the ten dollars? Do you know they, they use it to build like when I first started going there, it was like a little hole in the wall kind of place. Now they don't build they made it bigger so they can feed more families and things of that nature. Do they have employees there? I don't know if they pay them, but I know the church members oh, work. I don't okay. know about the logistics of if they pay the pay them or not or whatever. Uh -huh. But I knew they do have a lot of volunteers that come in there and help them and things of that nature. So it's um but I I saw I see the work of what the ten dollars is doing. So, you know, that's all that matters to me at the end of the day. That's good. That's really good information. And um y'all just to give you a um 
if you have any black businesses that you want to be recognized that are in our community, because like I always say, we have to help each other and patronize our own so we can grow. Our email is talktomequeen at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Queen's Tea Podcast and also on Instagram at Queen's Tea Podcast. So also, if you would like to, if you want, if you want advice or want to share your story with us, again, you can email us at talktomequeen. That is talktomequeen at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys and interact with you guys. Or you can comment on our Facebook pages, um, Facebook page, I'm sorry, or Instagram page, because we do love, we really want to interact with you guys and know where you guys stand or what you think about some of the stuff we talk about, mm-hmm. your honest opinions. Um, you can also listen to our podcast. Um, we're available on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. Just type in Queen's Tea Podcast and you will find us. And that's Queen's with apostrophe S, T-E-A podcast and that's we're on all of those platforms um you can rate us comment download if you want to save it for later um follow us you know just follow us on all of our social media like i said we are your uh girlfriend across the (laughs) waves and we would love to hear from you guys um so please interact with us Please share with your friends and family. Share with your coworkers, your good, good girlfriends, as Lonnie B would say. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're gonna finish off with our affirmation. Our affirmation of the week. I want y'all to take with y'all is I celebrate my small endeavors. I think this is um, a good affirmation for the week. Why? Because I think we always celebrate our big stuff. Like, I'm in the process of writing a book, and instead of celebrating my book publishing, I'm going to celebrate each time I sit down and write in my write one of the entries. So, celebrate your small endeavors, because one day those small endeavors build up to be big endeavors. Yeah. You know, your big accomplish, accomplishments. So, celebrate the small things in your life, because one day they will be big. So, that's what we're going to end our... Um, I love it. I our, love you a little I know, right? <laughs> that would make you think... Because it makes sense when you sit there, you know, like buying a house or buying a car. You want to just celebrate the big stuff, mm-hmm. but celebrate when you when you put back a hundred dollars yeah. to buy that house. Yeah. Celebrate when you got education yeah. to buy that house. So yeah. you know what I'm saying. So because it it turns into a big thing. So celebrate your small small endeavors, y'all. Um, queens out there. So we are Queen's Podcast. Don't forget to let your crown shine. Talk to you guys later. Peace.